Welcome to the Rob Burgess Show. I'm, of course, your host, Rob Burgess. On this, our 230th episode, our guest is me. I've recorded 15 solo episodes of the podcast before this one. For a complete list, check the show notes. I am a 31-time award-winning journalist whose work has appeared in print, radio, online, and television. I am currently technology reporter for Wealth Management Magazine. Most recently, I was editor of the Wabash Plain Dealer, news editor of Nuvo, managing editor of the Indiana Lawyer, and city editor, opinion page editor, and editorial board member of the Kokomo Tribune. I was also a reporter at WFHB, The Times Mail, The Reporter Times, Ukiah Daily Journal, and Ukiah Valley Television. Oh yeah, and I'm also the proprietor of the podcast, The Rob Burgess Show. And now, on to the show. All right, hello, hello, hello. It's Rob Burgess, back on The Rob Burgess Show, slow little episode once again. Um, how are y'all doing? It's been a little bit since I did a solo episode. I mean, it hasn't been that long, but it feels like it. Um, hope you're all doing well. Um, just wanted to hop back on here because I had some pretty big, uh, news to announce in my personal and professional life. So just wanted to hop on here, uh, while I have some time to share that with you here. Um, first of all, on the personal front, uh, let's see, Ash's due date for our fourth child was on Friday, uh, on April 21st. And it's Monday, April 24th, and so far we don't have uh, a new baby on the outside just yet, uh, but we're uh, anxiously waiting to see when that's going to happen, so we're all very excited. Uh, could happen anytime, which is partially why I wanted to get this done now, because uh, I may be a little bit busy to do the podcast here for the next few days, as you might imagine. So just wanted to hop on and, and announce that. We're, uh, we're very excited. Um, we took some time to discuss this on the podcast uh, with Ash in a recent episode. So if you haven't heard that, I do suggest go back and listen to that uh, because we did discuss it in uh, pretty pretty good detail. That was episode 228, in case you were wondering. So anyhow, go back and listen to that if you haven't heard it yet. And uh, yeah, I'm hopefully going to be back soon with some more good news about that. So, uh, anyway, yeah, that's, that's what's going on with, uh, our personal situation. We've, uh, been frantically preparing for that over the last, uh, days and weeks here. So that's pretty much been what's consumed, uh, every waking moment for us. Um, other than to tell you now moving to my professional life, uh, other than to tell you that I won some awards, uh, on Friday, uh, as well. So a couple days ago, um, these are for the uh, previous job I had as editor of the Wabash Plain Dealer. So on, uh, like I said, on Friday, April 21st at the 502 East Events Center in Carmel, Indiana, the Indiana Professional Chapter of the Society of Professional Journalists, or SPJ, as you might know them, announced the winners of their uh, 2022 Best of Indiana Journalism Contest. Uh, I won three awards, actually. It was kind of funny because they, uh, before the ceremony, send out emails to you letting you know that you won something. They don't tell you what place you got. They do tell you the category, usually. And um, they had only sent one, which was fine. I'm, I'm happy to get whatever awards I get. I, I'm not complaining at all. But I thought, oh, wow, okay, well, I won an award. Great. I can't wait. They don't tell you what place you got. So I didn't find out 
until uh, this weekend here, what, what place I got. So I was like, okay, uh, one something, whatever place it is, is fine. I'm excited though, whatever it is. And uh, I actually on Friday when they, or on Saturday when they posted the uh, results initially, I didn't even realize that uh, there was more to it because I just went and searched for that one award that they told me I won. But then I was at my computer and of course on on an iPhone, you can't really do control F to find all the instances of a word in a document. So it took me until I went to my computer to look at the list that I realized that I actually won three. Uh, so a uh, great surprise, wonderful surprise. I'm a little curious as to why they didn't send me uh, three emails uh, about it. Cause usually they do, if you do have more and more award, but I'm not complaining, I'm excited. Um, so that's great. But uh, anyhow, uh, I won three awards. The first one here was uh, third place for best medical or science reporting for publications with circulation below 10,000. Um, for these awards that I'm going to tell you about, I submitted five stories I had written during the course of 2022 and kind of those were in each category that was for each of these that I'm going to tell you about here. So, um, some of the stories within these categories are related. Some are less related, but they're still under the same umbrella of that category. So anyhow, uh, the five stories that I submitted for this best medical or science reporting category that I won for, uh, first one was state officials urge precautions against mosquitoes due to a rare virus. Um, the virus in question was the Eastern equine encephalitis virus, um, which I had not heard of before I wrote about it, but was actually a fairly consequential story for the region. Uh, Waypoint Wabash recovery home for women to hold grand opening. Uh, that's a substance use recovery home for women. Um, and that got its, uh, that opened its doors here last year. So I was able to publish a story about that. Um, Monkeypox cases spreading slowly but steadily through state. Uh, that was another story about another uh, virus that was going around, obviously. Um, Stillwater hospice needs volunteers to sit with the dying. That was an important story. I thought um, people that are kind of in their last days, they need people to hang out with them and uh, just kind of be with them so they're not quite so lonely and uh, kind of give the caregivers a break um, as well. Uh, and then the last one here was local efforts to combat substance use disorder continue. And uh, that was uh, just a continuation of reporting that we'd done about the opioid epidemic and substance use disorder uh, and how people uh, locally are kind of combating that here. So that was that one. Uh, the next award that I won, same day, Friday, at that award ceremony, was for second place for best business or consumer affairs reporting. And that one was, like I said, again, about kind of... Uh, and that one, again, there was five uh, stories there that uh, I submitted as one entry. Uh, the local planning commissions jointly adopt Imagine 185 plan was the first one. Uh, that was to do with uh, population loss, as several of these stories are. It was kind of a plan put together to combat that locally. Beauchamp family donates 1324 drive-in to the Honeywell Foundation. Uh, that was a pretty big deal. Uh, it's one of the few drive-ins left in the state. Uh, the family that owns it uh, donated it uh, to the Honeywell Foundation. 
Um, going back to the population decrease motif, uh, the story was the census says Wabash County had more deaths than births in 2020 and 2021. Um, so over two thirds of counties in the country, including Wabash County had a natural decrease in population in 2021. And that kind of fit with the population loss stories I have been doing. Um, and then this is kind of going backwards here, but this is when the uh, draft plan to curve local population loss was released. And that was the plan that was later adopted by the planning commissions. And, uh, like I said, that was the imagine 185 initiative that was behind that. So, uh, and then the last one here was two major developments announced for Arclight Business Park. Um, so that was a pretty big development for uh, Wabash and the local business community. So those were the five stories uh, from that. And then we had the third one that I won for was second place for best environmental reporting. Um, the five stories I had for that were, uh, first one was the invasive spotted lanternfly seen in northern Indiana. Um, that one, as that's been something I'm following for a while, they first spotted it the previous year in 2021, and it's returned in 2022, and I assume has also returned this year. Wabash River Defenders to recognize U.S. Car US Army Corps of Engineers. Um, that one uh, was about the Wabash River Defenders, which are a group that locally cleans up the Wabash River. Um, Wabash Christian Church invites the community to talk trash. That was also related to the Wabash River Defenders and kind of a local environmentalism story and how the local uh, church communities get involved in that. These last two are related um, first one was uh, Indiana Department of Environmental Management looking to test private wells of several local homeowners. Um, now, that was to do with a substance called PFAS, and that is sometimes known as the uh, forever chemical. And uh, that is something that's been in the news a lot because I know they're doing a lot of testing all over for it. And then the follow-up to that story, uh, which came out about two months after that, um, IDEM finds contaminants in five local private wells near Treaty Creek where they had been testing. So they did find those and um, tried to offer some mitigation to that. But that was, I think, an important story that people need to keep an eye on because those are very dangerous over time if you get too much. So anyhow, uh, those are the three stories I won. Those are the three awards I won for on Friday. Now, in a coincidence, so I told you the due date was Friday for our fourth child. It hasn't come out yet, but it was still the due date. I won these three awards on Friday at the Society of Professional Journalists Awards here in Indiana. And then for the job that I have now, uh, there was another award ceremony, this time in uh, New York City. So on March 8th, 2023, the Software and Information Industry Association, or SIIA, announced the finalists for the 69th Jesse H. Neal Awards, which is known as the Premier Awards Program Honoring Business-to-Business -business Journalism. A panel of 136 judges reviewed the finalists in three stages to select the winners in 24 categories. Uh, the winners were announced April 21st, like I said, on Friday, during the Neal Awards ceremony at the New York Marriott Marquise in New York City. 
And among the 215 finalists was the editorial staff of Informa Connect's Wealth Management Magazine in the best range of work by a media brand with brand revenue of 3 million to 7 million category. And the issue that they featured was from October, November 2022. Um, it was their 10 to watch in 2023 um, package. And uh, I, by the way, have been a technology reporter for Wealth Management Magazine since October 2022. And I wrote two profiles that were included in that cover story. Um, and those are, I've linked to those and everything I'm saying on my website, thisburgess.com. And you can read all those stories that I mentioned. I have links and you can see more about any and all of those awards. And I'm very proud of all of that. So thank you for indulging me uh, in that bout of self-promotion. But uh, just there was a lot going on all at once. And I thought I might just want to do a quick update on the podcast about all that. So anyhow, uh, that's all of that for now. But uh Thank you again to the people that have followed me on Mastodon. Um, I am so grateful for all you all. I have uh, now reached the 3000 mark on there, which is unbelievable. It's more than I ever had on Twitter. Um, so I've, I've gone beyond the 3000 and it just keeps growing. So it's, it's great. And I've been having a lot of fun and I appreciate you all for uh, following me there and, and interacting. So let's keep it going here. Um, speaking of Twitter, Twitter continues to be a complete dumpster fire. Um, it's just, you know, I, here's the thing I post about Twitter on Mastodon and I think some of my followers are like, why do you still care? Don't worry about it. This is a different place. We don't want to hear about it. I get it. I try not to post about it too much. I try to talk about other things. I have a lot to say about other things. This is far from my only area of interest. But I used Twitter for 14 years before, uh, you know, Elon decided it was his new plate thing. And it's just amazing to see how he's just crashed and burned this in, in record time here. Uh, perfect example being the uh, verification checks. I talked about this on a previous solo episode, but I wanted a blue check so badly for long, the longest time. And I was very nearly on the cusp, I think, of earning a legitimate uh, you know, blue check based on the, uh, notific, you know, the notability standards is what they called it that they had set out. And I had actually gotten to that point where I could legitimately claim one of those. And then, uh, Elon came along and completely, I said he devalued them, which was true, but this is like the opposite of value. Like he's gone into negative territory now because, um, it's now a mark of shame. Like people actively do not want this. The people that even legitimately earned it are like, take this away. Um, because basically now, okay, so the progression was, and I'm to apologize if I mix any of this up, but it's been such a whirlwind. So first of all, uh, you, he made it so you couldn't tell whether or not somebody had was, it was called a legacy account, meaning that they had legitimately earned it before he took over. Um, so you couldn't tell, he made it so you couldn't tell whether or not the, the case was that you had legitimately earned it before he took over, or if you had just paid him the $8 or whatever um, to be a part of Twitter blue and then get your fake check mark. So he first had the blue check marks um, for Twitter for, for, for people that legitimately earned it. Then he made it so that you could pay $8 and get it. And then he made it so that you couldn't tell whether or not which case it was. 
So it was like, you know, it was just indistinguishable. And then um, he threatened to, I think on April 1st, by April 1st, he said he was going to take away all the legacy blue checks. That didn't happen, I guess, I assume, because no one jumped at his offer to pay him, you know, $1,000 for an organization to be a part of it, to get some yellow check that then your employees can get a blue check from. It's I don't understand it. Anyway, so not enough people did that, I guess. Then he pushed it back to 420. Ha, 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 whatever, Elon. Um, that's his big date and the number, you know, because he always comes back to that. So by April 20th, he said he was going to really, really do it. Um, and then he took away all the blue checks of the legacy quote unquote ones. I don't remember the exact date this happened in there, but at some point after that, he forced all the accounts with more than a million followers to have a blue check, whether they wanted to or not, still couldn't tell if the people paid for it or not. Cause he made that indistinguishable. And then people were like, no, take this away. I did not pay for your blue check. And then <laughs> on top of that, um, well, first of all, people figured out how to get around it apparently. Cause if you just change your display name, it apparently made it go away. But then like some of them, it was so creepy. He like kept like following around some of them like a uh, drill D R I L. I don't know if you know that Twitter account. It's kind of a comedy uh, Twitter account. Anyway, drill kept changing his display name and he kept re-adding it. It was like he was stalking him and kept adding this blue check back. Every time he changed his name, he'd go back and find it and re-add it and then change his name again. It would be like this back and forth cat and mouse. And then finally, I think they locked his account to where you couldn't change it anymore. I haven't checked today to see whether or not they've re-added it, but it's it was just wild to see because it's, it's such such a flip, such a reverse. That was so coveted, and now it's this mark of shame. No one wants to be seen with it. It's wild. So um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that has happened. Oh, and I forgot to mention, in the midst of all this, remember when I said the thing about the million follower thing? That was true for dead celebrities, too. So Prince and Kobe Bryant and all these people who... It could not have possibly signed up for Twitter Blue and provided their phone number. It now says they did because I just, I don't get it. I don't know. It's amazing. It's just amazing to watch. So it's not the thing I'm concerned about all the time. Uh, I definitely have other interests, but it's like, it's a car crash. I can't stop watching. It's, it's amazing. It's just incredible. They're going to study this for in the history books about how to destroy the value of your brand in just record time. So, um, you could have just, uh, like I said, just left it as it was and, uh, added an edit button to the tweets. And I think everyone would have been pretty happy, but nope, that's not what happened. So anyhow, join us on Mastodon. We'd love to have you over here. We're having fun. If you want to follow me on Mastodon, uh, please do so. I will always follow you back. That's my rule on all the social medias uh, is that I follow everyone back who follows me. Uh, you can follow me at newsy, N-E-W-S-I-E dot social forward slash the at sign, the Rob Burgess show. Um, like I said, I'll follow you back. I'd uh, be glad to interact with you. I'm also on post. Um, I don't use that in quite the same way or as much, but, uh, if you want to, if you're on post.news, 
um, same deal. Um, just get at me and we'll, we'll connect. I'll follow you back. I promise. Post dot news forward slash the at sign Robaberg R O B A B U R G. So come on over for that. Um, you can also, like I said before, um, you can check out my link tree. It says all the ways to listen to and support the podcast. This is uh, L I N K T R dot E E forward slash the Rob Burgess show. All one word. Check it out. Um, there's uh, follow on SoundCloud, subscribe on YouTube, follow on Amazon Music, follow on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, subscribe on Player FM, Android. I have my official website for the podcast, my personal website. Like I said, Mastodon post. You can go to Facebook, too, if you want. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. That is absolutely helpful um, if you have a minute to do that. I appreciate it. Uh, you can support the podcast via PayPal. Give me some money. Uh, join the newsletter um, to stay in touch without social media. I'd love that. Uh, you can join the newsletter at tinyletter.com forward slash the Rob Burgess show. Just enter your email and then I think you just go and uh, confirm it. And I think that's all. So I promise not to email you too much. I'm going to start that soon. I promise. And I think that's pretty much it. So I don't want to take up too much of your time. I've got a lot to do, obviously, but I just want to check in with you and uh, say what's up and uh, got some more as always Got some more good episodes in the hopper. Can't wait to share them with you. So some really great guests, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So stay tuned. Keep it locked. Um, holler at me. I, I love hearing from listeners. And uh, do you have any suggestions or, or anything? You want to say anything? Let me know. I'm always open. So anyhow, uh, thanks for taking the time to listen. And uh, I'll be back with you uh, as soon as I can. But, uh, yeah, this baby's kind of taking priority right now so anyway uh stay safe and i will talk to you guys soon